Welcome to the Doc Young Chronicles Podcast. We deal with relevant issues from a biblical perspective. Yeah, they were mocking God and saying, Now your host, Dr. Matthew Young. Thank you, thank you. Glad to be here this evening. Don't know how long I will be speaking or talking, but I will do my best. I'd like to try to cover this evening, if all possible. Uh, continue to keep me in your prayers. I have been, uh, this this pneumonia has really, uh, uh, man, it just really just took hold, and it just will not uh, seem to let up. <coughs> and uh, you tell my voice. And just feel just like total, just bad. I don't, you know, I just, uh, I don't know if I need to go back to the doctor or what, but I'm just not seem to be getting much better, and it's really, really getting me down big time. And uh, but either way, I, I was determined to try to uh, meet this evening, uh, despite my ailment, and uh, and hopefully we can uh, discuss a few topics that have been. Raging uh, against uh, uh, well, the, all the problems that we've had or seen in our country uh, that uh, going on currently, I guess I should say. But uh, let's go ahead and, and open up with a word of prayer, if we may. And if our Lord forgives all of our sins, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, I pray for this nation. Lord, I pray that it will turn to you like never before, that you'll lead us, guide us, give us direction, give us discernment. Help us to be the men and women that you have called us to be, the warriors you've called us to be, and have us stand on the true word of God. Lord, let us not submit ourselves to cultural mores or norms, but Lord, let us give our all to you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Friends, I, uh, of course, you know, like I said, there's a lot to, to really try to cover uh, this evening, and um it is um, uh, nauseating uh, to see what's going on in our country right now. Uh, you know, I feel like sometimes that um, I seem to harp on the um, homosexual agenda a lot. I feel like sometimes in my uh, messages, teachings, uh, you know, it seems like it, uh, I seem to hit on that. But it is constantly in our faces, you all know and realize and there's no escaping it. You know, it just seems like you, you can't even go to the bathroom anymore without a rainbow flag in your face and glitter being thrown on you. You know, uh, it, it's just, I'm so sick of it. I'm tired of it. I'm sure as many of you are. And, you know, the thing that, the, that we need to understand, and I may mention this before, that this is the minority. All right, I understand this is a minority. You know, if you didn't know any better, by what you see on television, movies, uh, in retail stores, that it would be was the majority, but we've got the tail wagging the dog here, and I think that you know you would think that wake of what happened with Bud Light, which are sales are down thirty percent, they've lost billions of dollars. Target has, um, and we'll get into that here in just a second lost sales. And now, despite that, now we have 
Kohl's department store who are now selling infant uh, wear with an LGBTQ one, two, three, four, five, whatever baloney they want to call themselves uh, with on, on their uh, clothing. You would think that these people would learn from how people are, re re are revolting uh, against this, this, this perversion, but they can still continue to force it because we have a leftist ideology. And leftists are what they're pushing. See, when you hear the word woke, that's just another word for communism. And see, they can't backpedal. They, they can't take a step back. They can't be apologetic about anything. It shows weakness. Therefore, they have to continue to push their narrative, even though they know they may be wrong, even with this whole uh, fiasco with, with COVID and how the, the shots have proven are ineffective and in some cases may even cause uh, uh, COVID uh, issues. Uh, that the masks have been so ineffective. I mean, we're talking about science here, people, because we breathe out, what, CO2. We breathe in oxygen. Well, they're finding out now that where the CO2 is being breathed out, that that CO2 is being held uh, somewhat a percentage within the mask itself, and you're breathing it back in. But because of the high levels of CO2, it, it is, it is, studies are starting to show now that it could stunt child's growth, uh, that it could cause uh, different, all kinds of different um, uh, ailments and problems within children and adults alike. And, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, but despite that, and despite that this is a minority group of individuals forcing their lifestyle choice on us, they will not backpedal because it will fly in the face of their agenda, their communist agenda here. Now, something you may not realize that you, uh, or you may or may not, now I've heard, I'm sure you've heard of Mao. And, uh, you know, what he pushed in his communist uh, view was to get out of the old way of thinking, the old way of culture, the old way of, of looking at things. That's what he's pushing. Sounds very familiar, doesn't it? He had his red hat brigade who called out those who did not agree with what he wanted. He had this mob approach and they would put dunce caps on individuals and they would out them. And if they didn't uh, bow down, uh, they would either could be severely beaten, they could be in prison, uh, you know, they would have to renounce, they have to go to re-education camps, uh, and, uh, which is just uh, being indoctrinated more with communist views, which now, as Bill Maher said, uh, what we're seeing is, is, is really freshman orientation in colleges is now the re-education uh, of many of our young people. And so what we're seeing is, is the very same thing in this communist out those who are against their views. Christian nationalism, right-wing extremists, again, something else we're going to get into here just momentarily. But, you know, here, let's look at some things, and it may be things that you're very much aware of. Now, <coughs> uh, look at um, North Face. Look at this. Slammed over featuring drag queen urging viewers to come out in nature. All right. So we're seeing that. Here we have uh, targets are selling, uh, aligned themselves with satanic messaging. Satan respects pronouns. I mean, they, they're not even trying to hide their evil. All right. How evil that they are, are, are pushing out there. They are, are being blatant about it. They could be more clear about it. 
I don't know about you, but as Christians, we should have, have all, I mean, there are so many stores who, uh, that um, uh, support and promote uh, the LGBTQ, ABC, 123, whatever, and uh, that you don't even know about. You know, you may say, well, I'm going to boycott Old Navy. Well, the people who own Old Navy also own The Gap. You know, so you may be thinking, well, I'm boycotting this store and going to another, and that same store, you don't realize they're owned by the same conglomerate, you know. So, you know, that, that's the that's the bad part uh, in, in trying to, to do that. But when Target is, is blatantly not only trying to indoctrinate our children, trying to groom our children, but blatantly showing how they are aligning themselves with Satanism, I mean, my friend, something has really got to be done there that we do not support this. All right, oh, it gets better. All right, so look at this. PetSmart pushes the LGBT agenda. Celebrate pride with your pet. So apparently even your pet can be a queer now. So, you know, so, so, so I don't know about you, but I have never had my dog tell me that he prefers certain pronouns and that uh, he's got buddies that are gay and prefers to wear a rainbow scarf. So that, that, does, that just doesn't happen, all right? It is uh, uh, sickening, to say the least. But um, so we'll pull up something here. Um, hold on, give me one second here. Make sure I do this right. Transformers. Oh, sorry about that. Okay. So the next clip I'm going to show you here, uh, and you may have seen this because I put it on Facebook, but uh, even talking about how they're trying to groom and indoctrinate children. Transformers. All right, now I grew up, now some of you may be watching or are older than me and uh, may not have watched it. But see, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm a child of the 80s. You know, I was born in the 70s. The 80s is where I really, you know, remember more of the soul than I do the 70s. But, um, uh, you know, I grew up, 83, you know, early 80s, watching Transformers. Nothing about sexuality in Transformers, right? All it was was about cars and planes and bad guys and good guys and fighting for a ride, trying to send a good message of, of respect and being good to others. No, no, no. We can't have that now. Now, uh, their, their agenda, and in, in even in a cartoon. So let's take a look at this here just real quick, if we may. What are they, semi-trucks, and then they turn into superheroes? Mm -hmm. Well, this is the type of program, by the way, that you would have on Netflix Kids, right? We put in all the content filters mm -hmm. so that your kids can only watch stuff that's age-appropriate. This is precisely that type of cartoon. It's uh, Transformers Earth Spark, Season 1, Episode 17. It's just now coming out. It was on March of 2023. They're not talking about saving the day. They're talking about something else. Watch. Ooh. Like your pins. Nightshade. My pronouns are they, them. Thanks. I'm Sam. I'm she, they. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing I've seen in my life. <laughs> They, them. I mean, this is ridiculously stupid. And this is exactly what they're doing in trying to indoctrinate your children. So they're getting a healthy diet and dose of this. And <coughs> you may say, I had a friend of mine, he's big liberal. And he, uh, 
He said, well, there, there are trucks for crying out loud. I said, yeah, I just did this movie, Stupid Trucks. Not about pushing an agenda. You know, uh, it is, it is, it's, 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 you know, people say, well, if you don't like it, turn the channel. Well, the thing, the reason why we have to fight against these kind of things and push back is because there's a lot of people out there too stupid to turn the channel. People out there who don't, are not in church whatsoever, don't believe in God whatsoever. Their children have never darkened the doorsteps of a church whatsoever. And so they're getting a daily dose of this. And that's why it's up to us as Christians to push back and say, no, we don't want this. You know, how are you going to do that? Well, particularly with television, you boycott their advertisers. You go after their advertisers. And they're going to back down real quick when they see that they're, they're, when it comes down to money, that's when things are going to back down. Now, here, this is uh, just, I like what this guy has to say here about uh, Ford trucks. So let me see if I can bring it. Ever driven a car? Uh -oh. You're gay. That's right. Uh -oh. You're gay. Hold you might here. be married to someone of the opposite sex. Okay. You may never have uh, done anything gay, so to speak, but you're pretty gay. You're a big homo. They want you to be gay, and they're going to make you gay through their advertising. If you're gay, not a problem. My husband's gay, not a big deal to me. But, uh, you know, I don't know that every advertisement on television has to be uh, promoting the homos. What gay person is walking in when you want to buy a car? And, you know, okay, so you're sitting there, you're looking at two trucks. Well, which one of these trucks is gayer? Is this, what is this truck? Do you, do you have this in Rainbow? It's just, none of it makes any sense. But they keep bludgeoning us over the head with this nonsense. Uh, I thought that was funny. He says, uh, of course, he's making a joke, you know. He says, uh, he says yeah, my husband's gay. You know, that's just what he's talking about. They're, they're bludging, us, uh, bludging us to death with this crap, all right? Uh, I, am, I am sick to death of it, you know, and I'm sure you are too. It, is, it, it has gotten beyond ridiculous, all right? And just, just when you think it's safe, all right? Just when you think, well, you know, of course, I know a lot of people set with Fox News, and a lot of people quit watching it after the uh, Donald last presidential election uh, because of the way they were calling Arizona and how they've become more more left-leaning. Uh, but there's still quite a few, particularly the 60 and above age, as their their uh, uh, group that watches. But you think, well, I can watch Fox News. Now, uh, no. now, take a look at this. Hold on here. Fox News now imposes transgenderism on workforce. All right, so you're not even not even uh, uh, your group um, of I'm sorry, difficulties here, but um, you know, so even here, Fox News is pushing the gender pronouns, the uh, the the. Thing. You know, here they're supposed to be ultra-conservative. But no, even they are pushing the agenda. So, then, then all right, I'll say, the government, our own government, all right, to show how evil and perverse, our own government, all right, I don't know if any of y'all seen this or not, Biden and men ridiculed after government accountability office reportedly bans male-female terms forcing a woke ideology down our throats. This is from The Blaze. 
says the GAO, the government's main watchdog organization, issued a new language-style guide that bans the use of male and female terms and the warning that diminishes anyone's dignity in the workplace, according to a leaked October internal memo obtained by the Daily Mail. The GAO is responsible for investigating federal spending. Uh, Zena Merritt, the agency's chief diversity management officer, issued the guidance in an inclusive language memo. So, you know, are, you, you talk about how Rome crumbled from within. All right? We are seeing this today. They are trying to destroy and divide this country. If you ain't figured it out yet, hopefully you figured it out by now. Now, so here we got all this in our faces. You know, it, it amazes me how so many people, Christians, don't know how to give a strong defense. Oftentimes it's, it's circular reasoning. Uh, well, it's wrong because the Bible says so, and uh, that's true. But they can't give any details. You know, they can't give any real um, uh, pushback. You know, if you got pen and paper, you whatever, write this down. All right, the Bible clearly and consistently declares homosexual activity as sin. All right, write this down. Genesis nineteen one through thirteen, Leviticus eighteen twenty two, and also Leviticus thirteen. Romans 1, 26 through 27, 1 Corinthians 6, 9, and 1 Timothy 1, 10 are some prime verses to understand and know that the Bible cannot be more clear on this. Now, add to that list Romans 1, 26 through 27 that teaches that homosexuality, homosexuality is a result of denying and disobeying God. 1 Corinthians 6, 9, proclaim that those who practice homosexuality and therefore transgress as God's created order are not saved. You know, it amazes me how those who claim to be saved, to be Christians, will disregard these passages and, and, and throw in, not my place the duds. You know, I guess, I guess, oh, I hate that. I, I despise that uh, with all my heart. You know, so that tells me that you make no judgment calls in your life. You can't distinguish between right and wrong. You keep telling, that's baloney, all right? That's not my time to judge. That's God's judge. You know, God isn't the ultimate judge, but we are to judge by the same way we ourselves are to be judged. You know, so these lame excuses in order to backpedal and to water down so that they're not called names like judgmental. You know, that, that's the thing that, uh, that the, the, those who are in the world want to do is call you names, judgmental, bigot, hate-filled, and then what do many Christians do? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm not judgmental. I, I'm not a bigot. I love everyone. Come on. Grow a freaking spine already. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. You know, I get so sick of the man be pamby. What does Paul tell us? To be as bold as lions. All right? You know, at no point did we ever see anywhere in the scriptures to cower away and say, Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Yes, we're to speak the truth in love, but we're not to back down on, on the things that the Word of God cannot be more clear on. 
And I get so tired of these. And I blame mamby-pamby pastors out there because they're so worried that somebody's not going to uh, sit in their pew or they're going to offend somebody. Guess what, people? Maybe you don't know this, but the cross is offensive. It has always been offensive. So you're never going to make everybody happy. We've got to stand on the whole word of God. And we've got to quit kowtowing and allowing this to go forward. Now, maybe you're watching this. Maybe you have a child, a family member that is gay. I'm not saying get in their face. I'm not saying beat them with a family Bible. You still love them. They're your family. They're your child. You still love them, but you pray over them. And if their opportunity allows for you to discuss in a calm, rational manner, talk to them about what the Word of God says, explain to them the plan of salvation. Remember, you can't change anybody. But if they can come to know Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, then that's when that, uh, that redemption, that sanctification, that's when that change begins. And that can only happen through God. You can't do anything. But if you can lead them to Jesus, it can change. Don't sit there, you know, you've got people out there who will say, well, uh, you've got a whole group out there that, that God hates shrimp and God hates polyester because in Leviticus it says not to be eating uh, shellfish. That's because they was preparing it correctly and they would have died. Uh, and also it was falling after um, uh, pagan practices. And when they where they get the polyester thing from, is because it says not to wear mixed fabrics. They didn't have polyester then. What that's talking about was that they were being cross-dressers. All right? It said not to do it. All right? So it, it, it's ridiculous. And then, of course, uh, the, the all-time that you see is, well, Jesus never said anything about homosexual. He alluded right back to Genesis 1, I think it's 21, where he says that marriage between man and a woman, marriage. He didn't, he, you know, so there's not even, you know, they have no argument, even though they, they want to force them. And don't sit there and tell me that somebody is born gay. If you're born gay, then how can so many go between gay, bi, to straight, to gay again? Come on. There's whole Christian organizations out there who um, have and are saved and have, are leading heterosexual lives, married with children. It's not to say that they... Uh, may not have those desires, but they are able to fight it and overcome it through the blood of Jesus Christ. Now, when we look at uh, as far as our Constitution, all right, let me read this to you as far as our Constitution here. He will speak of our constitutional laws and our founding fathers and what they intended when talking about freedom from religion. So you get that all the time. So if you speak against homosexuality, you know, uh, separation of church and state, separation of church. I don't know what that's even talking about. All right, what that's talking about is we hear separation of church and state, so the government not to interfere or impede with our free right to worship. That's what that's referring to. All right, so what these idiots are trying to think it says is not even. All right, states used to fund churches. I mean, it's ridiculous. But anyway. Issue. The Founding Fathers wanted to steer clear of a government-mandated religion for the United States. In England, government religion led to acts of religious intolerance that violated unalienable human rights. The Founders wanted to ensure that the citizens of this new nation did not make the same mistakes as their mother country. 
they realize that since God doesn't force anyone to adhere to one set of religious beliefs, neither should the government do so. On the other hand, the founders were realistic people who believed that absolute power corrupts absolutely. Neither did they want the instability and abuse of power characteristic of a secular government. As a result, they brilliantly developed the perfect third alternative to a religious secular dilemma. Instead of creating their own secular system or adopting laws directly from an existing religion, the founders wisely based the laws of the United States on the moral law. After all, the government's function is not to create rights or to settle theological debates, but, according to the Declaration of Independence, it is to secure the unalienable rights of the people. Again, it is critical to recognize that they based our government and its morality on God, not on religion. You may be thinking, how could they invoke God without invoking religion? Simple. They believe that since all people, regardless of culture, have the same moral law imposed on their minds, someone had to impose it. After all, since every effect has a cause, the moral law must have a moral law giver. Our founding fathers didn't need a religion to figure that out. Government is necessary because in its absence, evil will prevail. Its chief responsibility is to encourage the morality of the people and protect against those who do evil. The worst thing the government can do is to excuse or, heaven forbid, encourage immoral and unhealthy behavior for any reasons, including genetics. Unfortunately, that's exactly what the homosexual community demands our nation to do. The law provides a moral reference point for our citizens and functions as a great teacher. Unfortunately, the law will become a very harmful teacher if homosexual activists get their way. Since many people believe that whatever is legal is moral, legalizing homosexual acts or marriages can encourage such behavior among our children. When homosexual activists seek to give people more freedom by passing a law that legalizes, legalizes a formerly illegal activity such as sodomy or homosexual marriage, they do exactly what they condemn conservatives for doing. They impose their morals and associated effects on people who do not agree with them. If you want to read more of that, that is, comes, uh, comes from the book called Legislating Morality. This could not be more true, my friends, and because these morals are being decayed in our government, as we're seeing, as I just read to you here, that what the Biden administration is doing by using pronouns, then therefore they're setting a precedence, and therefore that morality is being skewed, and therefore our children will pick up on that and uh, think that it's okay. I thought was, uh, uh, this is, uh, this idiot, I've never watched um, the uh, uh, Twilight movies, and ever, I've seen clips of it, don't even know who this turkey is. Listen to this monkey here, I tell you, it, it takes the cake. Let me go over here. Well, what's it doing? ...into Target, and the, um, right behind me here, we go in lovely swimsuits. That's where the pride display used to be, and I came in here two days ago, and my seven-year-old, who's non-binary, saw it and said, Look, Mom, it's pride. Look, they're going to celebrate me. 
And because some people complained and um, threw some stuff to the ground, or I don't know what happened, they have moved to the pride section to the back of the store. So the next time my seven-year-old comes to Target, or rather, I can't bring them here anymore, at least for the entire month of June, because if they walk in, and all the other people who walk in can go, where'd it go? Are gonna realize that they are being successful in trying to erase them. We could do so much better than this. We're not supposed to negotiate with the terrorists. Idiot, idiot. Did you catch what she said? Said, my seven-year-old identifies as non-binary. Bull crap. There is no way a seven-year-old knows what non-binary is. This is something she is on her own child. Now, this is, this is baloney. I mean, it's absolutely baloney. Now, seven years old. I barely realized what the opposite of sex even really was. Of course, then again, I was 13 and still playing with Star Wars figures. But that's beside the point. The fact of the matter is, this woman, is people like it, it should be considered abuse, and her kids should be taken away. The fact that they would condone and push this disgusting lifestyle choice on their children, and then want to call those who do not adhere to this abnormality as terrorists, that should concern you. Because, my friends, there's an agenda being pushed. See, you are being demonized, all right? Whether you realize this or not, you are being demonized. Now, the reason why I say that, all right, is that um, there is a, uh, right now, you know, not only do we have this going on with, with the homosexuals, but the, the brain trust of our nation don't seem to comprehend how we would get our power, whether it's through coal, natural gas, all these things that you're wanting to shut down. You know, they want to shut down your gas stoves. Now, I'm getting to something here. You're thinking, well, how's he making the leap from uh, this discussion with homosexuality to power grids? Just bear with me a second. And so they're, you know, so they, they are, they're depending on wind power, solar energy. Well, whether you, people may not, those of the left, these, you know, remember that this whole climate change thing is, is a religion to these individuals. Apparently they don't realize that when the wind's not blowing, the turbines can't, can't turn. You know, every day we have this little thing where the sun goes down and it's called nighttime. And therefore... We don't have the sun to power the solar, all right? They don't seem to comprehend that. They want all this electrical crap, but uh, everything, you know, cars, whatever. But here they're saying, this is from the Washington Post, the nation's power grid is in a precarious shape, heading into what could be especially hot summer, according to the regulatory authority that monitors the electricity system, with much of the country at risk for outages if it experiences scorching weather, scientists say look increasingly likely, all right? So they're here, they're wanting to destroy all those things uh, that powers, that gives us electricity. And now they're trying to figure out why we're going to be short of electricity. Now, here's something I want you all to watch, all right? And um, hold on here, I don't know if it'll... Okay, never mind, I was going to see if it let me uh, enlarge it, but I don't think it will. But here, listen, listen to this.
wing extremists. Catherine Herridge has here in the U.S. The Department of Homeland Security is warning of a potential troubling escalation in tactics from right wing extremists. Catherine Herridge has more on this as she joins us from Washington. Catherine, we understand the power grid could be a target. Good morning. According to the intelligence report obtained by CBS News, these groups have developed credible and specific plans to attack the power grid since at least 2020 as a way to disrupt the country and the ability of government to operate. The report warns extremists adhering to a range of ideologies will likely continue to plot and encourage physical attacks against power networks, which include more than 6,400 plants and nearly a half million miles of high-voltage lines. While the bulletin emphasized small-scale attacks are unlikely to cause widespread power loss, it may cause disruption to critical infrastructure like hospitals and police departments. Homeland Security noted several indicators, including online chatter. While the report does not suggest an imminent threat, the Homeland Security Secretary has warned lone wolf actors and small bands of extremists are among the greatest domestic threat because they are hard to detect, disrupt, and can mobilize quickly. All right, Catherine, got it. Thank you. Uh, so, so did you listen to what they're saying, what they're doing? Did you listen to that? All right. See, they're setting you up, people. All right. They're setting you up. Here they're, they have banned fucking. They have been banning coal. They've been doing all these things. But because, that, because the, the wind turbines aren't working, because nighttime comes, because, because uh, the, the drilling, all that stuff they're, they're, they're doing away with, when these blackouts happen, they're going to say it's because of right-wing extremists. Now, listen, 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 all right? They're setting us up because they're already trying to say right-wing extremists. They're already trying to say you know, Christian nationalism. You know, you hear these words, this terminology. And we have, of course, you know, with the Nashville shooter, we still haven't seen their manifesto. You know, it was this transgender, ABC, one, two, three, whatever, because it doesn't fit their narrative, all right? So the reason why I play all that and talk about power grids is for you to make sure you understand and realize you're being set up so that when we speak out against homosexual activity, we speak about out against these things that are we know that are wrong spiritually, uh, illegal, you know, abortion, you know, all these things. They're going to do is make us just like I was talking about at the very beginning of this. How Mao, Red Hats, all those individuals, that's exactly what we're going to be seeing. See, we're going to be sent to the re education camps if we don't back off and deny and, and change course and backpedal and say we're sorry. You know, I wonder how many Christians out there are going to do that when the rubber hits the road because all these people say, well, I don't judge. Everyone's saying, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, but there's going to be a time of persecution, people. And, you know, it's going to take a real man or woman to stand up for what is right. And so, my friends, we're they're trying to demonize us. They're trying to demonize the conservatives. They're trying to demonize the right. They're trying to demonize Christianity, and they're trying to demonize churches. So you better get that through your head right now. That they're, they're setting all this up so that we look like the bad guys, all right? Now, one thing, you know, you may be asking yourself, well, you know, what what does this mean for a Christian? You know, when you're dealing with a transgender, and should I refer to them as a as a Christian? You know, you may have these people out there that they're preferred pronouns. 
care less, you know. Now, sometimes it's hard to tell if it's a man or a woman. In fact, we was at the beach one time, and I kept saying, yes, sir, and Brandy, we left, and Brandy said, that was a woman. I said, no way. She goes, no, that was a woman. <laughs> she had facial hair. I thought it was a man. Um, sometimes it's hard to tell. But if I can tell that it is a man or it is a woman, I will refer to you as such, and I will do it intentionally uh, just because it burns me up because there's only two genders. All right, that's it. There's only two genders, two sets of chromosomes. That's it. Everything else is a facade. It's a lie. And so, you know, you know, there's there's no thou shalt not do this when it comes to gender pronouns kind of situations. But what does Isaiah 5.20 tell us? Isaiah 5.20 tells us, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, and who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. So we should, as Christians, refuse to fall into this, this alignment of using gender pronouns. I'm not going to do it, and I encourage you not to do it. You know, you're just you're just endorsing and condoning what they are or, or what they have been the lie they have been fed and they have believed. The God's world is blinding them. My friends, we obey the laws of the land until it goes against the word of God. And I don't care if the Biden administration, I don't care who it is. There, you know, uh, you know, it's like my daughter where she works at. it. So you start pushing some agenda, you tell them no, you're not going to do it. You know, my friends, it's coming to the point where we're going. to and we're going to have to start standing up and you're going to have to grow a backbone and you're going to have to do what is right. It might cost you your family. It might cost you your job. It might cost you everything you have. But Jesus Christ was no wimp. And Jesus Christ paid a, a high price for your salvation. You know, uh, we can think about Peter. Now he denied Christ three times out of fear. I hope and pray that I will have the strength to never deny him, to stand up for what is right. My friends, you know, we uh, there's no, no room for mamby-pamby. There's no room for the weak. It is time, it is at hand, that we start pushing back. And whether it means boycotting movies, television, certain stores, whatever it may be, that we start taking a strong stand and quit allowing this to happen. Quit condoning it. Quit endorsing it. It's not brave for people to say that they're gay. That's the problem. All these kids are, are looking for love. They're looking for um, camaraderie. They're looking for support. They're looking for a lot of things they don't get at home. And so they look around and see these other people being celebrated and patted on the back for being gay or transgender. So they think, well, if I do that, then everybody will love me too. They've been fed a lie. And so it's important imperative that we witness we minister, we make a strong stand. My friends, unfortunately, that is all I can give you to this evening. I am uh, absolutely uh, pooped. <laughs> uh, there's more I like to have said, but uh, I think we'll have to call it a night. But I um, hope everybody has a great evening. Appreciate you for watching. Lord willing, we will meet uh, tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. for our regular Wednesday evening service. Hope everybody has a good night. Thank you for watching, and God bless.